The antidote has been joined by Whosoever South. Guys, thanks for connecting with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for having us. How about if the three of you introduce yourselves? I'm Sarah. My name is Rowdy. My name is Mike. And we are Whosoever South. You do that really well. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Where are you guys tonight? We are in Brunswick, Georgia, which is in the, the very bottom of uh, South Georgia, Southeast Georgia, right right close to the Florida-Georgia line. You've had a bit of a background in music. I was reading your bio. Yes, sir, we have. In a secular band and then moved on. That's right. I always had a passion for music, um, all of us. Uh, Mike's family was very musical, Sarah's family. and My family wasn't so much musically, um, but we always... We just had a passion for music. So probably when I was, you know, late teens, started doing a lot of rap music and just pursued with it. And, you know, some deals came on the table and we moved forward with that. And a lot, a lot of doors were open, been on some great platforms with the secular audience. And uh, there came a time in life that we knew that that weren't where we needed to be. And, uh, you know, the Lord started knocking on our heart and drawing us to him. So we, we dedicated our life to him. And at that time, we pretty much threw in the towel for music. Music was the furthest thing from our mind. It, it wasn't even about making music no more. It was about serving the Lord and uh, just becoming a servant to him and, and wanting to get to know him better and, and raising our kids. We all have family. But later on in that, in our Christian walk, the Lord just kept leading us back to music. And, and he, what he done, he was showing us that the gift I gave you, though at one time you were using it to glorify yourself and, and to magnify the things of this world, I want to show you how to use it to lift up my kingdom. And uh, he just began to use us and, and give us new vision in music and uh, new direction. And we just continue to grow from there. And uh, that's been that was in 2008 uh, when the group was formed. And uh, we've just been moving forward from there. And the Lord has just continued to bless us and, and give us new music. And where do you find you end up playing? Are you playing churches? You're playing clubs? A little bit of all of it. We, we've been to so many different churches. I, I think... Uh, last year in 2012, we went to right at 80 churches and uh, but stadium. stadi- uh, stadiums, FCAs. Uh, we've been in so many different schools, a lot of different school systems all throughout Georgia, and um, just you name it. I mean, it's, we, we've been to a lot of mainly churches at this time, but we've done a lot of festivals yeah. and community events as well. And the churches have been receptive to having you there. They have, uh, and amazingly, there's been some times that we walked into church and we wondered if we was going to get thrown out of it. But, but the Lord blessed, and uh, the music spoke for itself. I mean, so so many of your traditional people look at hip hop and rap in, in such a bad way, and it's understandable from where the culture come from and and what what it represents often. But once they heard our lyrics were word grounded and that. Uh, they, they heard that it was scripture. Uh, what we what we sing about and, and rap about is real life situations and, and, and just keeping your eyes on Jesus. And once they heard that, you'd be surprised, man. We've seen from from three year old kids to 85 year old people just dancing down the aisle, just worshiping the Lord and just having a good time. I'd like to see those 85 year olds dancing. Yeah. Well, hey, you, you <laughs> see, I can send you some videos. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like to fit every band I play into a well-defined genre, but I certainly can't do that with Whosoever South. How about I let you guys fill us in as to what type of music you perform? Well, we, to be honest with you, we hadn't figured out what genre we are neither. So uh, 
we just continue to, you know, our music is so diverse. One track you may hear conga drums, uh, you may hear some banjo, some dobro, um, you may hear a trumpet in the next track as, as well as a harmonica. It's just our, our music is so diverse because all we're doing is taking good music from the past and, and just bringing the instruments back to life in a rap context, you know. So we, we you know, uh, so many people as, as said that they, they can't put us in a genre. I think Brian made up his own genre, country crunk. And uh, so so we've been just kind of going with whatever. You call us whatever you want to call us. we just Christians that, that love to make music. Country crunk, that's a new one for me. Yes, <laughs> us too. <laughs> but is this really like a natural combination of music for you, or is this something you consciously decided to create? It's very natural. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, when we come in the studio, it's like, you know, we can just sit down and, and just hear different instruments coming in, and uh, it, it, we really don't work to do it. It's, it's so fun and uh, just comes natural just to, just to be able to do this. But with having such an unusual blend of music, do you ever find people are actually opposed to the type of music you're creating? Um, not yet. We haven't. I mean, so far we've had some, you know, just been great feedback. If you don't like this track, go to the next one. It, it, it could take you somewhere totally different, you know. So it, it's been very diverse, you know. So actually, uh, we had one guy tell us that they felt like that it was almost too extreme, that we go from one extreme to the other. But, you know... The only way you can not be criticized is not do anything, and uh, we refuse to do that. We have to move forward and just continue making the music that the Lord has put on our heart and made us capable of making. So you're not going to sit in the front pew sitting on top of your hands? Oh, no. There's enough of them doing that. <laughs> no room on that pew. We'll be the ones running down the aisle That's right. praising Jesus. <laughs> Most of the music that airs on The Antidote comes from artists with a fairly subdued lyrical approach when it comes to expressing your faith. But whosoever, South takes a relatively bold stance. Why did you decide to follow that route? Well, I mean, uh, Scripture tells us that if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my Father. And uh, since we got saved, uh, the Lord has done such an amazing work in our lives that we can't hide it. I mean, He loves us so much that we have to share that love. And we hold that tag as a Christian proudly. I mean, it's it's such an honor to be a Christian. And uh, don't see no reason to try to hide it, you know. Uh, that's where our peace is, our joy. Everything good about us is because we follow Christ. And we want other people to be able to experience that. And, and the only way they can is by us revealing the truth, telling them the truth about who Christ is and, and, and what he does, you know. And the righteous are bold as a lion. But our righteousness, we know it's in Jesus. It's not in us. And he's already done it. That's right. We actually tried to make a song one time that was a little more commercial and um we have a hard time doing that because when we're writing, uh, it's just hard to it's hard to go commercial. We in which which we we will never go commercial. And actually, the song that, that you've probably heard that's actually being played on the radio is called "Where We From." It's probably mm-hmm. the least evangelical song that we that we've ever made as this group, but uh, but it still represents Christ in it as well. Yeah, for sure. You would have a couple tracks that would work really well with most mainstream Christian radio stations. Yes. Like you find you're finding it's getting a lot of draw from regular Christian radio stations. We've been getting some great feedback. Um, we have. And the song you may be talking about, maybe going home, uh, has kind of a bluesy type feel about it. But uh, 
Christian Radio has picked it up nice, and uh, we're thankful for that. There has been some that just so much is so different that they're scared to reach out to it. But uh, and we've had some call that would say that they every time they've played it, they've had people call in saying, "Who is that? Who is that?" So that's pretty neat. Yeah, that is that's a blessing. The one I was thinking of, "Give My Life to You." I could see that one just playing on every Christian radio station. Yes, sir. That's a really deep song. Uh, we were in some deep worship mode when the Lord gave us that song. And uh, the story, the story behind it is just, I, I can see that, you know. No one has ever mentioned that song as, as coming across that way, but I can definitely see it as, as, as a worship track in that matter, you know, Christian radio picking it up. Now, you've talked about being having the country influence, really old-time gospel, hip-hop, rap, obviously. But you also do a bit of a reggae beat on one of your tracks. That's right. And, and, and all that just reflects back to the music that we like. I mean, and what we was growed up on. And that's why you hear so many different styles in, in our music, because... We've had so many musical influences. Yes, we sure have. I mean, to be honest with you, when we come, when we go in the studio... Um, our mind is not set on, on one speed or, or in one direction. When we come in the studio and sit down to go to, to building a song, we just pray about it and, and we let the song build itself. We let the Lord build itself and we just become instruments to do that. So where, wherever the track is taking us at that time, that's where we go. You know, we you may have heard the song called That's Life has just tremendous amount of horns in it, a real jazzy feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. That song came out of nowhere. I mean, that, that we would definitely never even have thought about making a song uh, with the concept from one of Frank Sinatra's tracks uh, kind of led into that. So, so you know, we just we never know where we're going to go when we get in the studio. We just we come to work and uh, come to worship the Lord and whatever he gives us as the end result. We're just glad to have it. You mentioned that the band came together back in 08. Now you're just set to release your first full length going home on May 14th. Yes, sir. You must be excited about that. We are very excited. excited. Yes, sir. We are excited to see what the Lord's going to do. We we've released um, this will be this is actually our fourth album, but our it's our first debut mainstream nationwide album. Everything else has been on an independent underground level, just kind of growing and maturing, learning the industry a little bit, learning just growing as an artist. And uh, so this is our first major release, and we're we're very excited about it, no doubt. I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Tell me what your favorite song from Going Home is, and tell us why. You first, Sarah. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to pick a favorite. I like, I like, you can't <laughs> I pick like one. so many of them. <laughs> well, you think about it a while, and I pick mine. My, my favorite is definitely, uh, we got a track called All the Time that just has real popping beat to it, harmonica jamming. We use a little little riff from the uh, Let Your Light Shine. Go ahead and let your light shine. And uh, yeah, to me, that's that's my favorite track. And uh, that's what I'm pushing to shoot the next video to. So maybe I'll get a little bit of pull that in that. Good. But, yeah. but, you know, that, that's mine. What about you, Mike? All the time. That's my All favorite. All the time. That's your favorite also? My favorite track. Yeah. <sighs> what about you, Sarah? You... Why now, Sarah? You're on the spot now. I don't know. I like all the time, but I like the going home track also. I think that's a good, good, solid one. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's really hard to pick. I mean, this is an album to me. You know how when you get an album and you can just put it in the CD player and just let it ride front to end. We feel like this is capable of that, that people can just once they get this album and, and, and drop it in their CD player, they don't have to 
you know how some albums you need to skip tracks because every song it appeases into. But I feel like it's so diverse that you can just let it ride. I mean, and like you say, you you might be in Jamaica on track five, and you might be in the backwoods of Georgia on on track seven. You can just go all over the place <laughs> on this album. <laughs> They will end you up with some techno. Yeah, yeah, end up in L.A. with some techno track at the end of it. <laughs> but we had a great producer, um, a soft folks that produced this track was just awesome guy to work with, man. Very, very talented producer. Yeah. It's, it's been an honor working with him. Uh, we spent a lot of time with him as well, and uh, he had a big part into this. I mean, of course, of course, the Lord orchestrated it all, and then we as artists did our part, but he as a producer has really grinded it out and worked very hard to, to make this product, to, uh, the production where it's at today, you know. And that makes a big difference. Yes, sir, absolutely. Oftentimes, the producers never even uh, mention, or, or, and they don't mind playing the, the background, but, you know, we have to give him props because uh, he's a hard worker, and uh, he does a great job, so we're we're proud to be in in uh, in partnership with him as well. And he's out of uh, out of Santa Ana, California. OC Recording. OC Recording Studios, and uh, just the awesome people, good folks. He's and, blessed and a blessing to work with. Yes, too. he is. He is. Does he do work with other Christian artists? Um, I don't think so. Uh, he may have he may have one or two clients, but um, I think we were pretty much uh, the first real Christian artist that, that, that he really worked with. This is a curiosity question. Why is it rowdy? Okay. Um, that's my real name. That's that's on my birth certificate, on my license. Uh, before I was born, my dad, and uh, I guess there's a show that used to come on called Rawhide. Clint Eastwood was Rowdy Yates and uh, right. some kind of old wagon train thing, man. And uh, So anyway, uh, evidently Granny loved this show, so so daddy had to name one of his youngins Rowdy, but <laughs> so you know that's the best explanation I can give you. But, but he is uh, a little rowdy sometimes, though. So. <laughs> I was start I was starting to wonder if <laughs> <laughs> I've settled down a lot, brother. <laughs> yes, he has. Especially now that you've found the Lord. Amen. Now I just get rowdy and fired up for the Lord, so it's it's all worked out great. Just get rowdy down there in front of the altar. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Rowdy, Sarah, and Mike, whosoever south, thanks a lot for being a part of The Antidote. Thank you for having us. It's sure been an honor talking with you, and uh, we really appreciate it, brother.